Welcome to the Healing Begins podcast channel. My name is Pastor Gail Cock, and I'm so excited that you have chose to join me for this podcast entitled, The Letters to the Seven Churches. Oh, I love Revelations 1 through 3. So today, what we're going to do, I'm going to be reading Revelation 1 through 3, and then we're going to be praying through every chapter. And at the end of chapter 1, we're going to pray... And then at the end of every letter written to every church, uh, we're going to pray. Because what the Lord is speaking to me about doing this, the reason I'm doing this, is the Lord was saying to me the other day in my devotional times, the things that the churches were dealing with back in, in John's day are the same things the churches are dealing with today. The only difference is just a number of years later, and it might be under a different name or what they're dealing with or the deception that's going on just might be called by another name. And so we're going to be uh, working through the letters to the seven churches. And I'm going to start with um, chapter one in just a second. But the goal through doing this is to grow closer to Jesus and to be pleasing in his sight. And so what would Jesus say to us? And what would his commendation be to us if he were to write a letter to us? How would he want us to change? And what would the things that we would need to repent of be? And so as we go into chapter 1, we're just going to pray through chapter 1 and then go into the seven churches and go into the letters and pray through them. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will use this to speak to your heart. So here we are in chapter 1. John has been exiled to the island of Patmos because of the testimony of Jesus and for the name of Jesus. So he must have been quite a radical for them to want to banish him to the Isle of Patmos. Now, some historians say that just before he was on the island of Patmos, they tried to boil him in oil, but it didn't kill him. So they wound up banishing him on the Isle of Patmos. So I I believe the enemy was thinking, I've got him now. He's on the Isle of Patmos. He can't testify about Jesus no more. And then he winds up writing the book of Revelation. Now, the amazing thing about the book of Revelation is simply this. Nowhere in the book of Revelation does John complain about being on the Isle of Patmos and the hardship he's going through. He is totally focused on Jesus. So let's start with chapter 1, verse 1. The revelation from Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show the servants what must soon take place, he made it known by sending his angel to his servant John, who testifies to everything he saw, that is, the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Blessed is the one who reads the words of the prophecy, and blessed are those who hear it and take it to heart, that which is written in it, because the time is near. John, to the churches of the province of Asia, grace and peace to you from him who is, who was, who is to come, and from the seven spirits before the throne, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth. To him who loved us, 
and freed us from our sins by his blood. Thank you, Jesus. And has made us to be a kingdom of priests to serve God and the Father. To him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Look, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, and those who pierced him, and all the peoples of the earth will mourn of him. So shall it be. Amen. I am the Alpha and Omega, says the Lord God, who is, who was, and is to come, the Almighty. I, John, your brother and companion in suffering and kingdom, patience, endurance that are ours in Jesus, was on the island of Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. And on the Lord's day, I was in the Spirit, and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet, which said, Write on a scroll what you see, and send it to the seven churches, Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergama, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. I turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me, and when I turned I saw seven golden lampstands, and among the lampstands was someone like the Son of Man, dressed in a robe reaching down to his feet with a golden sash around his chest. The hair on his head was white like wool and white as snow, and his eyes were blazing like fire. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace. His voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand he held the seven stars, and coming out of his mouth, was a sharp double-edged sword. His face was like the sun, shining in all its brilliance. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. Then he placed his hand on me and said, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead. And now look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death in Hades. Write, therefore, what you have seen, what is now, and what will take place later, the mystery of the seven stars that you saw in my right hand and the seven golden lampstands is this. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. Now I want to pray. We're at the end of chapter 1. Lord, I am so thankful that you appeared to John. Lord, and you showed him what was to come. Lord, I pray that you would show us things that are going to come on the world so that we can be prepared. But Lord, as I read about this, I hear you're coming soon. Lord, I pray that you would prepare uh, your bride for your coming. But Lord, there are so many people that are lost. There are so many people that don't know you. Lord, thank you for dying for us on the cross. Thank you for freeing us from our sins by your blood. Thank you for all that you've done. Lord, help us to learn from the Apostle John, who in the face of suffering, in the face of being exiled to the island of Patmos, instead of complaining, he was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. He was praising you in the midst of the persecution. And you gave him a glimpse of you in your glory. Lord, I pray that we could have a new glimpse of you. 
that would truly we would truly understand lord the price that you paid for us lord we desire to see your glory lord thank you for holding the keys of death in hades in jesus name amen now let's go into chapter 2 starting with verse 2 to the church at ephesus to the angel of the church at ephesus write these are the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hands and walks amongst the seven golden lampstands i know your deeds your hard work and your perseverance i know that you cannot tolerate wicked people that you have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not you have found them false you have persevered and have endured hardships for my name and have not grown weary yet i have this against you you have forsaken your first love you had at first for me consider how far you have fallen repent and do the things at first that you did if you do not repent i will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place but you have this in your favor you hate the practices of the nicolaitans which i also hate whoever has an ear let him hear what the spirit says to the churches to him who is victorious i will give the right to eat of the tree of life which is in the paradise of god lord i just pray right now for those in the body of christ who find themselves in hardships lord i pray that you would strengthen them and give them your peace lord i pray that you would help us to always have our first love for you alive and well in our lives lord i pray that we would always go back and do the things we did at first lord i pray for those who have lost their first love that they could regain their first love again that they first had with you help us to be victorious and not compromise in jesus name lord i thank you for what you said to the church at ephesus may we take it to heart in our lives personally amen all right to the church of smyrna revelation chapter 2 verse 8 to the angel of the church in smyrna write these are the words of him who is the first and the last who died and came back to life i know your afflictions and your poverty yet you are rich i know about the slander of those who say they are jews and are not but they are of the synagogue of satan do not be afraid of what you are about to suffer i tell you the devil will put some of you in prison to test you you will suffer persecution for 10 days be faithful even to the point of death and i will give you the victor's crown whoever has an ear let him hear what the spirit says to the churches the one who is victorious will not be hurt by the second death lord i pray for those that are suffering all over the world under persecution i pray for those that are in prison for the testimony of jesus those around the world and the other countries that have to hide to worship you lord i just pray that you would give them grace and for all those that are in prison who might be facing martyrdom 
I pray that you would give them the martyr's grace and the victor's crown. And I just pray in the name of Jesus for those around the world that are living in poverty, but yet they are rich in faith. I pray that you would provide for them, and especially in the areas where they are afflicted. I pray for those today that are being slandered, Lord, for the testimony of Jesus. I pray that you, like you did with Daniel, would close the mouth of the lion and stop the words that are being spoken against them. In Jesus' name, amen. Revelation chapter 2, verse 12. To the church in Pergamon. To the angel of the church in Pergamon write, These are the words of him who has a sharp double-edged sword. I know where you live, where Satan has his throne. Yet you remain true to my name. You did not renounce your faith in me, not even in the days of Antipas, my faithful witness, who was put to death in your city where Satan lives. Nevertheless, I have a few things against you. There are some of you who hold to the teachings of Balaam, who taught Balak to entice the Israelites to sin, so that they ate food, sacrificed to idols, and committed sexual immorality. Likewise, you also have those who hold to the teaching of the Nicolaitans. Repent, therefore, otherwise I will come soon to you, and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. Whoever has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who is victorious, I will give some of the hidden manna. I will also give that person a white stone with a new name written on it, known only to the one who receives it. Lord, I, I pray for the church today and those in the body of Christ that you would help them to remain true in the face of persecution. I pray for those that have been led astray into sexual immorality, even within our churches, even within who, those who say they are Christians, but yet they are committing sexual immorality. I pray that you would help them not to compromise. I pray for conviction. I pray that it would not be tolerated, but Lord, that these people would find you, find healing, and find deliverance. And I pray for those believers in the body of Christ who have remained true to your name, who are walking in white. I pray that you would give them hidden manna to eat. And I pray that you would put the, give them a new name on a white stone. Lord Jesus, thank you for the message to Pergamon. May we never forget it in the day and age in which we live. When everybody seems that there is compromise all over. So Jesus, help us, Lord, to walk closely with you in this day and hour. Amen. Revelation chapter 2 verse 18 to the church in Thyatira to the angel of the church in Thyatira write these are the words of the son of God whose eyes are blazing fire and whose feet are like burnished bronze I know your deeds your love your faith your service and perseverance and that you are now doing more than you did at first nevertheless I have this one thing against you you tolerate the woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophet. By her teaching, she misleads my servants into sexual immorality and by eating food sacrificed to idols. I have given her time to repent from her immorality. She is unwilling, so I will cast her on the bed of suffering. I will make those who commit adultery with her suffer intensely. 
unless they repent of her ways. I will strike her children dead. Then all the churches will know that I am he who searches the hearts and the minds and will repay each of you according to your deeds. Now I say to the rest of you in Thyatira, to you who do not hold to her teachings, that have not learned so, Satan's so-called deep secrets, I will not impose any other burden on you except to hold on to what you have until I have come. To the one who is victorious and who does my will to the end, I will give authority over the nations. That one will rule them with an iron scepter and I will dash them to pieces like pottery. Just as I have received authority from my father, I will also give that one the morning star. Whoever has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Lord Jesus, we just repent of tolerating that Jezebel spirit. And we ask, Lord, that you would remove that spirit from the body of Christ. Lord, it just seems like sexual immorality is a key theme in John's day, and it's a key theme in the body of Christ today in which we live. Lord, help our people be led to live holy lives. Lord, I thank you that you reward us for our deeds. Help us, Lord, to hold on till you come again. Hold on to the truth. Hold on to walking with you each and every day. In the name of Jesus, amen. Revelation chapter 3, verse 3. To the church at Sardis, to the angel at the church at Sardis, write, These are the words of him who holds the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your deeds. You have a reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wake up. Strengthen what remains and is about to die. I have not found your deeds unfinished in the sight of my God. Remember, therefore, what you have received and heard. Hold it fast and repent. But if you do not wake up, I will come like a thief, and you will not know what time I will come to you. Yet, you have a few people in Sardis who have not soiled their clothes. They walk with me in white. They are worthy. The one who is victorious will, like them, be dressed in white. I will never blot their name out of the book of life, but will acknowledge that name before my Father and his angels. Whoever has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Lord, I pray for those that actually think they're alive, but they're dead. And I pray that you would do whatever it takes to wake them up so they can repent and strengthen what remains and finish the deeds that you'd called them to do. Lord, I just pray, Lord, that we would hold fast to what we have seen and heard. Lord, I'm thankful that there are those in the body of Christ that walk in white and that their name will be never be blotted out of the book of life. Revelation chapter 3 verse 7 To the church at Philadelphia To the angel of the church at Philadelphia write, These are the words of him who is holy and true, who holds the key of David. What he opens no one can shut, what he shuts no one can open. I know your deeds. See, I have placed before you an open door that no one can shut. I know you have little strength. You have kept my word. 
you have not denied my name. I will make those who are of the synagogue of Satan who claim to be Jews, though they are not, but are liars, I will make them come and fall down at your feet and acknowledge that I have loved you. Since you have kept my command to endure patiently, I will also keep you from the hour of trial that's going to come upon the whole world to test the inhabitants of the earth. I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one will take your crown. The one who is victorious, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God. Never again will they leave it. I will write on them the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which is coming down out of heaven from my God. And I will also write on them a new name. Whoever has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Lord, I thank you for the church of Philadelphia that they got a good report. Lord, we want to hear someday when we stand before you. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Lord, help us to hold on to what we have so that no one takes our crown. Lord, let us have ears to hear and eyes to see. Help us to walk through the doors that you have opened and be faithful. Lord, we desire to be a pillar in your temple. Revelation chapter 3 verse 14 To the church of Laodicea To the angel of the church at Laodicea write, These are the words of the Amen, the faithful and the true witness, the ruler of God's creation. I know your deeds, that you are neither hot nor cold. I wish you were either one or the other. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. You say, I am rich, I have acquired wealth, and I do not need a thing. But you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire, so you can become rich, white clothes to wear, so you can cover your shameful nakedness, and salve to put on your eyes so you can see. Those whom I love I rebuke and discipline, so be earnest and repent. Here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him and he with me. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat down with my father on his throne. Whoever has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Lord Jesus, right now I pray that you would take the deception away. Help us to truly see ourselves as you see us. Help us to buy gold refined in the fire and to receive clothes to wear from you to cover any nakedness we might have. Lord, we desire to see ourselves as we are. Lord, take away our blindness. Help us not to depend on riches or on the things we have or on our abilities. Lord, may you never be on the outside of our lives looking in knocking on the door, hoping to come in. May we never be in a state where we don't even realize you're not on the inside no more. You're on the outside. Oh, Jesus, we want to see your face. We want to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. And we want to walk with you in white. Now I want to end this podcast with a self-examination prayer because I really believe 
what God has said back, what Jesus was saying to the seven churches, he's still saying today, I still believe that the seven churches are still represented amongst the body of Christ today. I still believe that's true. So, Lord Jesus, may we never forget your words or lose our first love for you. Help us to never lose our crown or what we've had. May we never compromise and fall into deception. Lord, we desire to hear your words. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Lord, help us to remain faithful until the end, until you come. And Lord, give us a glimpse of your glory. In the name of Jesus, amen. I hope this podcast has ministered to you. And I hope that you are walking with Jesus in white. And I hope that you have a strong relationship with Christ. Don't don't let Satan condemn you. If you're not where Jesus wants you to be, just say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I rededicate my heart and my life to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, I'd like to hear from you. My email is gale, G-A-L-E, at spiritualcareconsultants.com. I would ask that you would like us on Spotify, Apple, Google, Pandora. I mean, we're on so many different podcast channels. And so please like this channel so that when we put a new podcast that you can receive it. I invite you to go to our website, spiritualcareconsultants.com or our video site, www.ssandsamseasoncathealingbegins.com. Well, anyways, I hope that you will pass this podcast along to a friend and always stay close to Jesus, don't compromise, and hang on to what He has given you. This podcast is brought to you by Thornapple Flooring and Furniture, where beautiful homes begin.